Hello everybody, this is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered. It's going to be okay. And today we are going to talk about our third episode in my summer decluttering cleaning series. And it is how do you prevent clutter while suffering with depression? Pow, pow, pow. That's how you do it. Wait a minute, I gotta tell you first. Okay. <laughs> so, but before we get started, I want to tell you something. I need you to comment, like, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on the podcast, go to Apple iTunes and rate and review the show. Do it. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Without further ado, let's get started. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. My name is Nikki and I am a life coach and mental health advocate for moms. My mission is to help moms move forward with confidence as they overcome the hurdles of mental health struggles. I have personally experienced the challenges, the challenges of depression and anxiety and I know how hard it can be to feel like you're just surviving day to day, but with the right tools and guidance, it's possible to not just survive, but to thrive. As a coach, I provide support, encouragement, and practical skills to help moms build resilience and regain control over their lives. Through my work, I have seen firsthand the transformation that can occur when moms are empowered to take charge of their mental health and well-being. So if you're a mom who's feeling overwhelmed, anxious, or just not yourself, I want you to know that it's going to be okay. I'm here to help you navigate these challenges and move towards a life where you feel confident, fulfilled, and thriving. Let's connect and get started. Hey, welcome. Thank you for watching or listening on the third episode in my summer decluttering cleaning videos so let's just get going here and so the episodes i created in my series is what causes you stress in your home in your messy home why should you clean and declutter your home how do you prevent cluttering while dealing with depression? That's a million dollar question. And the last episode in this series is how do you declutter while living with depression? So these can be watched in any order, but my thought process was finding the declutter and filth in your home. Two, why do I need to clean the and declare them home three I've cleaned it now how do I stop it from happening again that's the third one and then the last one is how do you continue the process how do you keep decluttering you know while living with depression so and trust me it's not easy I but I've done it and it works these tips really work so um, when you clear out space in your home magically it clears out space in your mind 
and it helps you deal with more important things and it gives you calmness in your home. Your home becomes a place of refuge. It becomes a peace dwelling, you know, where you can go and relax and be safe and protected because you've done the work to clear out the filth, to clear out the declutter, and it's so much easier to clean your house when you don't have all that nonsense going on in here. It it's actually works. I didn't believe it until, and I can feel the change in the house. My downstairs is 95% decluttered. My upstairs, I'm still working on it. <coughs> and I notice a change in my mood when I go from upstairs to downstairs, vice versa. Like when I go downstairs, like, oh, you know, I'm calm. When I come upstairs, I'm like, oh my God, there's so much to do, right? So if you're just starting, be encouraged. It does take a while and it took me forever. I mean, I've been doing this since 2020 and I'm still finding things that, that I deal with yet, but I'm dealing with them now. So I want you to be encouraged. That's why I, I did this. I want you to be encouraged. So today we are going to talk about preventing clutter in your home while you suffer with depression. So some of the things that we're going to talk about is establishing a routine, simplify and minimize. Seek support. I think we've heard this before. Practice self-care. We've heard that before. And breaking the task into smaller steps. Uh, my coach tells me all the time, baby steps, baby steps. I'm like, when can I be big girl steps? No, I'll probably always do baby steps because, sorry, I'm having trouble getting comfortable here. Uh, because my mind, I mean, I have depression. I get overwhelmed when I have big things I need to get done. So I will probably always continue to do baby steps. So let's get started. So preventing clutter is establishing a routine. Lord, does everybody talk about this? Establishing a routine? I think so, yes. So when you create and maintain, you know, a cleaning routine that helps prevent clutter from building up. What happens when you haven't cleaned your house for a week or two, or you haven't tidied up? It takes longer, right? So it's best to just work on it a little at a time. You know, take those big tasks and put them into manageable chunks. You know, if you are someone who needs to have a schedule, write down a schedule. Um, some of the things that I write down is I try to, well, I'm still trying to establish a routine for um, planning 
like dinners for the week when and I don't have to do like Monday we do this Tuesday we do this no I don't do that but I have I need to plan like five meals and then we and we have all the ingredients for those meals we can eat those meals any day that we want we just pick the one that we want for that night you know that's what I try to do um, and then you know of course our trash day is Wednesday so Tuesday let's gather up all the trash in the house and take it out to the dumpster you know um, so and another thing I do is that the mail I hate mail so I only do that once a week you know I open it I have I have a three tray system that I do the top tray is incoming stuff I need to look at the middle tray is things I need to deal with and the third tray is this is something I need to keep I don't need to do anything but it needs filed so and that's what I do so I try to break down these tasks into baby steps and do them on certain days so I'm not overwhelmed um, also I also try and do this with cleaning and organizing I'm still horrible at it um, so for the weekend like on Saturdays and Sundays I try to do laundry and um, I try to do sweeping like vacuuming and mopping while my husband's at work it just seems to go better that way um, but I have a in my kitchen I have a huge area rug that covers everything so I like to take that out and beat it you know and get it clean and then sweep the floor and vacuum or mop the floor and then bring it back in um, my son helps me with the kitchen he will clear off the stove the work table and the countertop he cleans that all off um, when we keep those three areas cleared off the kitchen doesn't feel like it's a complete filthy mess so so those are things that we do on a regular basis um, and then like in the bathroom just you know making sure we don't have dirty clothes in there keeping things wiped down keeping the toilet clean since that gets used every day I mean who uses the toilet every day my god I mean seriously <laughs> I know right so just create a habit what habits are you using right now you I know you have habits they may not be the same as mine and you may be doing things on a regular basis you didn't even realize is a habit you know so so that using that approach it does help keep cleaning organizing those activities on a regular basis it becomes a regular habit and it reduces your chance of clutter accumulating right so I mean it does it this you guys this isn't rocket science I you guys know me I I keep it simple you know because my life's already too complicated with other things that I'm dealing with and I don't need to 
overcomplicate it with keeping my house clean. And that's why I, I mean, I don't consider myself a minimalist at all, but I watch those minimalist videos. I watch those decluttering videos because I don't know how to do this. So I mimic what they do so that I can keep my house under control. Um, so the next point is, hey, I paid you. I'll have to check that. I, I paid my bills last Saturday. Oh, yesterday. <laughs> so I don't know why they sent me a notice saying that I still owe. Um, so simplify and minimize. Um, you don't have to be on the, you don't have to say, well, I'm not going to minimize because I'm not a minimalist. No, you don't have to do that. But there are some things that maybe you can just minimize like the visual clutter. Um, I don't know what kind of a person, cleaning person you are, um, but when you are someone who deals with depression and anxiety, it's important to simplify your house, your home. You know, you, you probably want to consider reducing the number of belongings in your house. Um, let go of items that are no longer bringing you joy or a sense of purpose. You don't need to keep something, you know, um, just because, you know, baby Larry liked it. Well, baby Larry's an adult now, and he don't play with that no more. So get rid of baby Larry's toy, you know, or whatever it is. And, um, you know, it does. if it's not serving you and it's not bringing you joy, there's no reason to have it. Give it to someone else. If it's in working order, donate it to missions there are families out there who don't have anything you know there are families out there whose homes have burnt down and they need dishes you know we don't if there's three people living in my house i don't need three sets of 12 serving dish you know sets of 12 serving dishes that's insane you know you can embrace some of the minimalist mindset and simplify your life, especially if you feel like it's chaotic, you know, and I mean, keep only the things that you're actually using. When you get rid of the extra stuff, you're going to have a, a sense of calm and peace in your home, and it's going to be easier to keep that space uh, clutter free now when I first started getting rid of things I when I would get rid of something I was like well I need to put something back in that space and I'm like no you don't and now I'm getting used to not having something there and when something's I put something there I'm like oh that looks chaotic I need to clear that out <laughs> so it's just you know getting used to it if it makes you happy you know, put something there until you're ready to clear it out. You know, we all move at our own time and space in these in this journey. And so I really would like to encourage you to try it. You know, you don't have to do the whole house. You can just do like a mantle or something or an end table. But um, 
I just would encourage you to try it. Um, it definitely has brought me peace in my home, in my mind. So, um, so again, seek support. It's essential for mothers experiencing depression to to ask for help. Ask family members for help. Ask your friend for help. Or you may not have to ask for help, but just talk to somebody about it. You know, let someone, you know, just see if someone can just listen to you. Talk about it. Um, you know, family members and friends or support group. Facebook has tons of support groups. And, um, I mean, you can join my Facebook group. You know, if you need anything, you just reach out. You know, they can help you in managing your household tasks. You know, share the responsibilities and delegate specific cleaning um, things to your family. You know, lighten the load. You know, I finally... I really had to ask my husband to help with some things, you know, and and he's picked up the slack on his end, and it's been such a load off my mind, you know. And there, it's just the little things that need to get done every day, you know. When one person handles all of that, it becomes overwhelming, and when he takes care of those things on his own. You know, now he washes his own clothes um, for work. He will make sure that the pets are fed and they have fresh water in their bowl. Um, he'll fill up our ice maker. I have a portable uh, ice maker. We, he fills it up for us. I mean, that there alone is like such a burden lifted off my shoulders. So what? who in your home can help you? You know, if you have other adults in your home, just ask them to help you with some things and explain what it is you're trying to do so they understand your goals. And trust me, it will help lighten the load. Trust me, it will. I promise. So let's go over again um, the topics that establish a routine so you may not you may like to fly by the seat of your pants that's fine but you do have to have some sense of purpose you know in your day and so you need to and the reason we talk about a routine is when you start doing the same thing every day then things don't get forgotten and they don't pile up and turn into a big monster of stress and burdens on your shoulders. So you want to simplify and minimize. So if one of the things in your home is mountains of clothes, like Nikki had here, then Nikki needs to get rid of some clothes because she doesn't like doing laundry. And so that's what I did. I got rid of so much clothes and I still have a ton but um, I I really do need to get rid of more because I 
if I can, I try to go a week and do laundry, so I need enough stuff for a week, but I can, excuse me, I can go almost two weeks now, and I don't want to go two weeks without doing laundry for myself. I'm talking about myself, um, because my son does his clothes and he helps with the towels. Um, I do my clothes and the bedding and my husband does his work clothes. So, um, so simplify and minimize. Now I was frustrated with the amount of dishes that we had to do. So I got rid of a bunch. However, because we don't have that many, we still have to do them on a regular basis, which you should anyway, but it doesn't take as long. You know, when I was standing there doing dishes for an hour, that's too many dishes for three people. That's stupid. So, uh, all right. Now, I do want to tell you about a new, um, it's not new, but I have created some playlists on my YouTube channel that you can watch if you're interested in certain subjects. So I have a playlist of just my um, me only videos. I have playlists of men that I have interviewed that have been very inspirational. Um, I have playlists of like holistic points of view and I also have playlists on my podcast. So if you're looking for something, you know, you come across my channel and you're like, who is this person? What does she do? What does she talk about? How insane is she? Well, you can check out the playlist and they're on my YouTube channel. Um, and they're on my website. So my website is www.nikkiasherbowling.com. So it's N-I-C-K-Y-A-S-H-E-R-B-O-W-L-I-N-G. Yes, that's a mouthful. So those, I created those for you. Some of my, um, I have a list of my top 10 listened, most listened to episodes. And I have a hair on my face. Um, and some other lists. So um, those are very good to listen to. I still go back and listen to some of them. I've had some really good conversations. So I hope you give it a, a whirl. Uh, another thing is you can support my podcast. It's $4.99 a month. And if you do become a supporter, then you will get some content. Um, well, you'll get content put out first before anyone else. Some of it. And then I'll have some special things um, just for paid subscribers. Um, paid subscribers does help me um, with the overhead. And my husband would really appreciate it. He gets tired of hearing me whine and cry about how oh, nobody loves me. Boo-hoo. But I'm kidding. <laughs> so, and let's see. What else was I going to talk about? 
Oh, if you are watching on YouTube, please, please, Jesus, please comment, like, and subscribe. If you're listening on the podcast, please go to Apple iTunes and rate and review the podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. Now, on to the episode. (laughs) So, um, so for this one, number four. Oh, my favorite. Practice self-care. So when you prioritize your self-care, it's crucial. It's crucial for everyone. But for moms dealing with depression and anxiety, you got to take care of your own well-being, physically and emotionally. Um, because when you are not taking care of yourself, you're not taking care of your home. And it's a vicious circle. So it, when you don't take care of yourself and you are in a funk, then your home, your organized home, your clean home, it's going to suffer and your family's going to suffer for it. So it's a good thing to set aside time for um, those called meditation moments or relaxation, um, you know, do things that bring you joy. I do like to sit on my front porch and on my swing and just listen to the birds or, um, you know, see what other people are doing in town. It's a small town that we live in. Um, Also, if you feel like you're not getting better, then it's important that you seek professional help you know, or get counseling. Um, Do not let that go unattended. It's very important that you seek professional help. Um, There are too many mothers that are feeling overwhelmed in today's culture and they are not getting the self that the care that they need or the mental the medical attention that they need and so they are ending up you know like I said earlier committing suicide well that was in another episode I think yeah um, and people are surprised because you know they'll see a mom who's committed suicide or attempted suicide and they're like well she's always been a happy person she's always been the best person but you don't know what was going on inside her mind inside her home you know or whatever it is that's going on with them so do not go let it go unattended seek professional help and even if they say well we think you're okay that's fine you know because if you do feel worse then when you go back to doctor doctor for follow-up they have something that they can gauge you know, gauge it against because you've already talked to them once. So I just want to make sure that it's important that you don't take this lightly. You know, even if you're like, I don't know if I need help or not. Just call your doctor and just talk to them. They have a, um, a test that they can give you and they can give it to you over the phone. And it will, how you answer will let them know 
the import, you know, how it helps them gauge where you are. And if it's bad enough, then they can offer some medication to help temporarily. Um, if it's not bad enough, then fine, you know where you are. They know where you are. And then, you know, the next time you call and you're like, it's not going away, it's just getting worse, then they will, um, they've already tested you once, they can test you again, and they can use that as a comparison. So there are things that can be done to help you. Um, just finding someone to talk to is really, sometimes that's all I need, is just someone to listen to me. And my husband's really good about this. Like earlier today, I was feeling really out of sorts, and he finally just came over and held my hand, held me, and you know, and just let me know that you know he was there for me, and that really, really helped a lot. You know, and I really didn't talk about anything. I mean, there's nothing to talk about. It's just you know I was all up in my feelings, and sometimes you just gotta be, you know, you just gotta be sad. Um, so, okay, so step number five. So, like I said, I tend to get overwhelmed a lot. And now that I've been practicing breaking big tasks into smaller steps, baby steps, then it really helps me. I don't even realize I'm doing it sometimes, but um, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, even for small cleaning things, like it can feel daunt like it can feel like a huge job. So I'll break down cleaning and organizing tasks into even smaller manageable steps. You know, I just focus on one at a time. You know, or just focus on a room. You know, or even a corner in a room. You know, like I said earlier, I just was feeling, you know, down. I just cleaned out underneath my my bathroom sink. And that thing is the smallest sink. I've, you could probably have in a bathroom. And um, so it didn't take that long. And there was a lot of stuff I thought that we needed. Most of it was, you know, need to be thrown away. And I know there's other stuff I need to do, but that's all I could do at the moment. And so I would highly um, encourage you to, to try it, just to try it. Don't look at what you didn't get done, but look at what you did get done. And if you lose that feeling of accomplishment, just go look in that space. Like I went back and looked underneath the bathroom sink. I was like, oh yeah, that does look good, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, and when you just do one little thing at a time, it reduces the stress and it just prevents the clutter from piling up, you know? Um, one of the things that I always hated was my mail. I would get so much mail and um, I figured out there's some mailing lists that you can put your name and address on and it helps them not send you mail, you know, and if it's something that I don't need, like if I get a magazine, like a, a retail magazine, or I just get some junk mail, I just tear it up and throw it away. I don't keep it. I don't engage in it. Okay. Um, if it's something I need to look at, then like I said, I have a three tray file system I got going on 
I put it in the top tray and when I do my mail day, which is usually Thursday or Friday, I will go through it. And then I will, if it's something, a bill I need to pay, I put it in tray two. If it's something I need to file that I don't need to do anything with, I put it in tray three. The rest of it gets put into a container to be shredded. And it's easy peasy. You have to come up with a filing system. Um, there, we keep, I was keeping, oh my God, I can't even remember. Before I even started decluttering anything in my house, I started going through the paper and I have so much paper stuff in my house. I just wanted to cry every time I looked at it. And I have shredded so much stuff, trash bags upon trash bags. I, I shredded so much that the shredder I bought from Amazon burned up. It, it died. I didn't even have it for like three weeks. And I called them and they sent me another one. And um, so I was able, and I had to take breaks from that because it was just so overwhelming. So that is, you know, that's what we're talking about is preventing clutter. You know, so if you, you finally got through, you know, cleaning something out, how do you prevent it from piling up again? That's, that's the message here, you know, is you have to give yourself time to do that. And that is just going through the steps a little at a time each day, right? So just like them, like I said, with the mail, you know, I immediately look at it. If it's a retail magazine or if it's an advertisement, for a credit card, we are not getting no more credit cards. So that stuff goes direct in the mail. I don't even keep it. I don't entertain it. I don't, oh, let me see what kind of deal they got. No, I just throw it away. And um, then I don't have to deal with, I don't have a pile of magazines I gotta look through. You know, I don't have time for that. And then I've only got the mail that I need to deal with. So, when, you know, how do you take care of getting rid of stuff in the refrigerator? Well, before you go to the grocery shopping, clear out the, what's bad. You know, if there's leftovers in there and you haven't eaten them yet, throw them away. And then you can put the clean, you know, the, the new food in there. There's things that, you know, you can do. You just got to do it in that moment. So I hope these have helped you. And they, they help me, and I can't do this by myself. My family helps me, you know, my husband and my son. You know, they, we all freely live here. This is our home. And so they know that this has been a long journey. I talk about it all the time. I talk about what I have left to do. You know, and my husband is someone who says, well, you're not, you're not gonna make me declutter. Well, I have it, but when I have been cleaning and decluttering and going through things, he's like, oh, here, let's go through this, you know, and um, we cleared out his nightstand, and I, I, it was, has three little drawers in it, and I thought, oh my Lord, that's going to take forever, and you know what, it didn't, it did not take forever. I was, the stuff that he was able, that he wanted to keep, I put it in a bin, 
got it. And it was stuff that for his um, guns and long rifles and stuff like that. So we were able to give it a place with his other supplies, you know. And that we got, we were able to get rid of a lot. And so now there's nothing in those drawers. We don't need anything, you know. So, um, you know, when I went through his clothes, um, you know, I asked him what he wanted to keep. And he told me, you know, well, if it's this size, keep it. Um, if it's this size, we'll keep some of it in case I do lose weight and I want, I need something to wear. I was like, fine. The rest of it that didn't fit or it had holes in it, um, I, we were able to get rid of. And now he has, you know, his dresser is very manageable and he can find things and he's able to keep it looking nice. So, um, there's no more scampering around the house trying to find something because there's piles of clothes everywhere. Some of them fit, some don't, some have holes in them, some do. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just made things a lot simpler and our home a lot peace, you know, more peaceful. So anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, just remember if there's, you had any questions or comments, please don't hesitate. And remember to go to YouTube to comment, like, and subscribe. If you're listening on the podcast, go to Apple iTunes and rate and review the episode or the show. I really appreciate it. And I hope to see you in the next one. Bye.